This is your favorite sports podcast on the official Moose's Mulligans website. Pretty interesting 24 hours around the college basketball world. Um, you know, and I'm sure some things will change. Um, I'm sure a lot of things might change. And, and how they change, I'm not, I don't think anybody knows the answer to that question. It's a horrible time for the game. And, but the game has begged, it's been on its knees begging for change. These accusations are true. That's certainly not the way college basketball work, should work. And, and there's so many of us doing it the right way. There's so many of us. It's really a travesty how um, people have treated our game. And um, it's, it's, really, it's really sad that, that we have all these situations. And, and there's more of it out there. Um, those of us in the profession know it. Here's what I know. Allegations, until somebody tells me what uh, Kyle Kuzma supposedly did, he's not guilty in my mind. We, we, we have, a, I think, a long haul ahead of us as a sport <clears throat> to figure out what the right thing is to do moving forward. There is no easy answer. Uh, there is no quick fix. Uh, it, it, you know, everybody knows for 30 years agents have been involved with players' families. This is nothing that would surprise anybody in coaching. Just disappointed. Just you know, it's my school. I love my school, so I don't. I don't really know what else to say. I mean, everybody knows everybody's getting paid. That's how it is. Um, but everybody's getting paid anyway. You might as well just make it legal. So. Now here's your host, Alex Dreisick. Welcome back to Moose's Mulligans. I'm your host, Alex Dreza. Uh, what, uh, what's going on? With another great episode for you here. Make sure to check out the podcast at moosesmulligans.weebly.com, twitter.com slash moosesmulligans, and facebook.com slash moosesmulligans. It's where you can find all the latest news on the show, like how on Wednesday, we had a live show on Point Radio. And I want to talk about that topic again here on the podcast. So basically what we were talking about live on the air was the troubles that the NCAA has had. And part of the struggles that we've seen have involved this money issue. Now, to break it down to simple terms, the NCAA is making a lot of money and student-athletes aren't being paid at all for their participation in the sport that is making the NCAA so much money. I went to college! Now, there was a great article I was reading in the newspaper about this whole situation, and the first thing it brought up was that if you combine the teams in the Final Four, that's Loyola Chicago, that's Michigan, that's Villanova, and that's Kansas, they make about $47 million in revenue from basketball. That's, that's great. The NCAA makes about $575 million on this tournament up to this point. So when you have that big of a gap between how much the organization is making versus how much the athletes that are playing are making, which is $575 million to zero. This stinks. And even the organization, the athletes, plays 575 to 47 It's going to be called exploitation. And exploitation is... 
using someone or something and not giving it equal value back or even any value back, like a giant, giant gap between the two values. The question that always comes up next is what can the NCAA do about this? How can they fix the problem? The real answer is I don't know how they can do it. They said that they need to take decisive action right now to fix it. This is no time for half measures. But I'm not sure how they're going to do it. I don't know. I don't, I don't see how you can make such a big change so quickly with such a big problem. They, they've set themselves up in this situation with too much greed and that it's gone on too long. There's been this problem for too long and now the business is booming. There's, I mean, you watch a Final Four basketball game, it's the Pepsi whatever, Coke whatever, name, name your whatever, you know, they have all these different kinds of sponsorships for the replay system. So that's that's all revenue coming in, all the TV ads, and you can even see it in college football with all the bowl games and all the name of the bowl games. It starts to really add up, and they have not given back to the fullness that they can. So this is this is what's going to happen when you have such a big pay gap. It's it there's going to be issues. There's going to be a sense of revolution in a sense. I don't want to get too hyped up on it, but you know, the Northwestern case. And we're going to start to see change, like per diem, that, that's a good change. Uh, the NCAA requires that student-athletes get money when they're on road trips because they need cash to go get food, and a lot of the time these athletes don't have any cash. They play a college sport, so they don't have time for a regular full-time job to make money to go get food. So... Especially, they can't do anything with their name to make money. And that was one of the solution ideas that came up, was let student-athletes uh, take money for autographs. So, if everybody wanted Johnny Manziel's autograph at Texas A&M, and he said, it's 100 bucks an autograph, and people were willing to pay it, then yeah, he gets $100 a signature would be the idea. I'm not sure if I totally agree with this idea, but at least it's a little compensation, and if people are reasonably willing to pay for it, then it seems like he's earned it. There's always going to be the question of recruiting violations and cheating or whatever, if a sponsor you know, is going to pay more just because the student-athlete went to that school. And of course there's always there's already problems with student-athletes going to the school, is the, is the real point I'm trying to make is... We're afraid of all these scandals coming from the new rules when we have scandals going on with the old rules. The old rules are what are causing these scandals that are being investigated by the FBI. So why shouldn't we be open to some new rules? Then another idea was that the athletes could get back to taking sponsorships like Adidas, Nike, stuff like that. But there's always that issue of, let's say you go to my school and we're a Nike school. And then... I'm a really good pitcher, and Adidas really wants me, or Under Armour really wants me to, to be on their brand. Well, Adidas and Under Armour aren't Nike, so since Nike sponsors my school, you think they'd be a little ticked off that the star player at that school is not wearing Nike. This is another side problem, but it all comes back to the old rules aren't working, obviously. 
It's made such a gap that people are going to find a way to go around it, and when they get in trouble, it's not even worth it at that point. So, I don't think you can take immediate decisive action if I'm the NCAA, but you can start to take little steps forward, like per diem money, making travel schedules better with school, and we can slowly progress forward, you know, make it sort of like a, they're afraid to say the word, a union, where you take care of your employees, because they're making them a hell of a lot of money right now. A little shorter episode for you this week, but I think a lot of good stuff about the NCAA there, and there's not much to elaborate on right now, even with the FBI investigation. Well, no more details coming up here in April, so I wanted to preview it a little bit. And just let you know where I'm standing on it as a student-athlete myself. And I have not taken any endorsements or anything. I've turned down offers for the podcast and certain things. And that that's because I'm following the NCAA rules. It doesn't mean it's the right thing or the best thing for me. It doesn't mean it's helping me out that I'm turning down the ability to grow this show more. But I'm following the rules. It's not like I'm breaking the rules here. I'm using my freedom of speech to talk about it, and that's a point that I know a lot of people enjoy about this show, and I want to continue, so keep sending in your opinions like this one I got, and it was great to hear this news article that, that was sent to me. Such It was a great read, perfect for what we talk about on this show, and you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens in April, because I think it's finally time for the NCAA to change, and it's not going to be easy. There's going to be growing pains. But it starts now, and the change starts now for sure, and it it starts with that first little step forward. I keep saying it. First little step forward. But since we have a shorter show, make sure to go check out our articles at moosesmulligans.weebly.com. Go to the tab Articles, or you can go straight to it at moosesmulligans.blogspot.com. We've got an article on your MLB preview, which is awesome. Find your favorite team. Let me know you hate it, love it. Just let me know. (laughs) Uh, we got a preview for every team there and the projected standings in the AL and NL like like we know what's going on in baseball yeah right no we don't but there's also an article on how we view long term success as a great read so find out if you hate your team for the right reason if you hate a player for the right reason and then there's also still the article on student athlete abuse which is always a good topic to talk about with me as a student-athlete, about how we can make the game better for student-athletes, how we can make school better for student-athletes, and this ties directly in to what's going on in the NCAA investigation. So check out those articles, moosesmulligans.blogspot.com, official website, moosesmulligans.weebly.com, and this is where money talks and BS walks on your favorite sports podcast. We'll see you next week. <laughs>